2: Are listening to comes a time with O'Teal burbridge and mike finoya if you're digging the podcast do these guys a favor and review and subscribe it means a lot be sure to follow the pod on social media youtube and if you're joining for bonus episodes and exclusive content go to patreon.com forward slash comes a time pod and get on the bus and now here's mike and O'Teal.
3: Welcome back to another episode of the Comes a Time podcast. That is O'Teal.
0: And that's Mike. Good to be back with the both of us again.
3: Yeah, Bubba.
0: <laughs> Hitting
3: busy, and missing. Though, We're ships man. passing in the night these uh, these days, for yeah. sure.
0: You're putting in that work, though. That's special. Don't let me D- down. Coming out Don't tomorrow. let me down.
3: It's live, guys. Uh, by the time this is out, you can go. Oh, yeah. uh, I hope you've clicked it and liked it and watched it. It's at my YouTube page, youtube.com uh, forward slash Mike Finoia, M-I-K-E-F-I-N-O-I-A. Long time waiting. It's here. Thank you to everybody that's watched it and, and shared it. Um, but today we have such a great friend and an inspiration in this uh, world, Ragu Marcus of the Be Here Now Network, Um all of the amazing shows on that network. And uh, he's here to chat with us and promote a new project that he has uh, with another comes a time alum, Duncan Trussell. It's called the movie of me to turn to the movie of
0: we, the movie of me to the movie of we. Yes. They're basically saying, we need to change this movie from the movie of me to the movie of we, so we don't yes. blow each other up.
3: <laughs> and it's the and it's the movieofme. dot com, and that's what tripped me up. Is where uh, you can find all information about this. Uh, it's been a a long process. I think years and years and years in the
0: making. Yeah, five years they've been working yeah. on it.
3: They have such an unbelievable friendship, and I'm so excited to hear. You know, if you listen to anything with the two of them together, God, it's just so cool. You listen to them talk for hours; it's really great.
0: We have listened to them talk. For hours.
3: Yeah, we really have. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> Go to sleep to it.
3: Yeah, but uh, I don't know. This kind of this conversation—I don't know about you, Attila—but it came exactly at a time I needed it. I mean, it's 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 really amazing to, and these conversations seem to be happening and popping up more often and more in circumstances that uh you wouldn't expect you know i think we're all getting to the point where it's we're all maybe drowning a little bit and we're looking for the life preservers which are people yeah. that we can you know talk with and relate with
0: it's great i've i've said it a million times you see the darkness rising up and you see the light coming up right just to meet it yeah. right where it's at yeah and uh Man, thank God, thank the universe, thank whatever you want to thank. I'm just glad that light's coming up to meet it because I need it, yeah. I need it, man. You know, mm. we need to have some moments of joy and and uh, relief yeah. and encouragement and hope and uh, togetherness.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, there's that kind of hair stands up on the back of your neck. In certain circumstances, that that animal, you know, fear thing that pops up. I like when it's also when you get the chills and the goosebumps yeah. from like the joy, like the childhood yeah. kind of like excitement thing too. It's yes. like the wash of chemicals, you know. Give like, me the oxytocin
0: and not the cortisol. Cortisol, yeah, exactly.
3: Yeah, seriously.
0: I'll I have a double. Enough please. of that one.
3: Yes, yeah. but. Raghu's amazing. We love him, and uh, thank you for for supporting him. And please go to themovieofme.com and check out the uh, audiobook featuring him and Duncan Trussell. And uh, thank you guys for listening and supporting. Um, please share and subscribe and rate and review. It goes a long way. You can join us at Patreon.com forward slash Comes a Time Pod for a bonus content each week. Subscribe to our YouTube channels. Subscribe to the Comes a Time YouTube channel. And come see us out on the road and buy yourself some merch and your friends some merch makes a great holiday gift. to see you again
4: great to be here or i mean i always quote this thing because i love it so much um keith richards was on some television show and they the host said wow keith so happy to have you here and he said happy to be anywhere (laughs) that's kind of how i feel now you know it is I'm funny that Keith younger Richards, than him but not that much
3: <laughs> Keith Richards comes up again he came up last week in a conversation about how he's become the uh like the litmus like the scale that's like Keith Richards is still alive but that da, 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 didn't make it you know what I mean like it's yeah. just he's always the uh barometer the avatar
4: for that yeah no <laughs> yeah, there was a, a, some kind of social thing I saw that him reading a paper, maybe obituaries, and, go, yep, I beat that guy, or <laughs> that gal.
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs> he's incredible. But, yeah, he's incredible, but how he's really, I mean, Till, you would know this, the way his commitment to the first moments that he was doing what he wanted to do in his life, be a musician and play in a rock and roll band, is the same now as it was then. I mean, he's, <laughs> you know, he's, uh, he's pretty amazing.
0: Yeah. Bob Weir's like that, too.
4: Mm, yeah,
0: that's true. That new Stones
3: record, actually, is pretty good.
4: Yeah, amazing for these guys that old to do that. <laughs> I know, you it's know, wild. It's, yeah, it's something else, yeah.
3: Yeah, God bless the Stones. So what's happening in in, uh, in the world of ragu? <laughs> that's
4: my next book. Um <laughs> well i wanted to talk to you guys about a favorite subject of of mine i don't even we may have talked a little bit about it actually you know when we did the podcast a couple of years ago a year and a half whenever it was and uh it's about the movie of me and it's something krishnadas coined uh when he would go around you wake up in the morning and it's you're the you're the uh, uh chief of direction you're the producer you're the director you're the protagonist you're the uh, writer and you even write the reviews and this goes <laughs> on 24 7 you know and uh so the whole thing Duncan. so it's duncan trussell and i and i think some of your listeners may know listeners may know duncan probably
3: love duncan yes yeah,
4: yeah. Uh, it's how i met you all i
3: think that's right yeah that's right it's through him So
4: we've been working on this for five years and finally got it out. It's a a uh, 10-and-a-half-hour audiobook, you know, available where all audiobooks are available, Uh, Audible and iTunes and all that. And it's so we took it ourselves as good examples of, of neurotic people with habitual tendencies that we have a hard time overcoming. Just we are everyone in this book and uh but then the idea was with all the practice and so on and particularly you know since i'm older i've, I've been doing for decades how do you transfer that fixation with me what the buddhists call a self-cherishing how do you change that how do you get it into the we caring about something other than and Ramdas was an avatar for that totally and he'd managed in his life to actually transform himself that way. So, looking out at the, uh, so that it came out in this particular moment, uh, you go to movieofme.com and it's got all the links and explains it, explains it all. But uh, that it comes out at this particular time in terms of what's going on in our world, which is so awfully. Difficult, horrific. I mean, there's so many words you can come up with that don't even explain it uh, and don't define it in any way. So I'm happy that because it it does start with an individual. You got to change the shit that's inside you that's polarizing you. And, and and then you have a chance to influence somebody else, to, to protest without, you know, the kind of virulent anger that is out there right now. Yeah. And that's really difficult. Uh, you know, I myself, when I see some of our beloved leaders, I, you know, there's a lot of wincing and maybe a little epithet here and there thrown <laughs> at the television or the computer screen. So it is very difficult, but we have to start somewhere. So I'm happy this this may have some I believe you know, we do get into some solutions about how to move from that place. Ramdas in in the movie we put out a few years ago, just before I met you, I think, yeah. uh, called "Becoming Nobody." he in the middle of it, he said, he just pointedly says, "When is what we want, what I want, enough?" when is what i need enough it's much more interesting to serve people you know and he makes a big case around the fact that that in fact in the audiobook which we include ramdas is in a couple of different uh, chapters and uh, you know he he comes the solution ends up being you know it's like <laughs> This isn't a mystery, so I don't think I'm, you know, <laughs> saying anything. Spoiler alert! Uh, there's nothing <laughs> like that. It's around generosity of spirit, and that's what he represented. And he told some beautiful story that we captured, and uh, yeah. So I think, you know, I'm happy to be involved in something that may serve to to help people. And that's fantastic. To-
3: I can't wait to listen. And that's a, to me, I think that's an audio book to really take in because, you know, Duncan and yourself both have such a passion in your, in your voice. And if I was reading it, I think I would be picturing you saying it. So I'm (laughs) excited to listen, you know, that's something that would definitely be a great companion. And you're right. I mean, it's just, it's everywhere. It's hard to escape it and avoid it.
4: Not hard, impossible, unless you completely have no empathy at the very yeah. least, never mind compassion inside, you know, and uh, that's just not true. We're built in with this empathy and compassion, even though it gets covered up because of our defense mechanism, to protect what we think needs protecting and to keep at a distance what we think needs to be kept that way. So, uh, yeah, you cannot walk around in in any state of... Uh, kind of happy uh you know the artist kesha by the way yeah Uh, yeah right kesha kesha who used to have a dollar sign in her name kesha ah you know who became a pop star yeah anyhow she, she um you know had some real issues she had a producer i won't mention names that she had a lot of trouble with there was a lawsuit it got settled but it took many many years she ended up doing a record with rick rubin who is, you know, somebody we've worked with before when I had the record company with yeah. Krishna Das. Um, and so she went through some rehab and got into, uh, somebody gave her a be here now, just one of those things, right, right that happens still uh, very often. And so Ram Das started to represent something to her that in a way that she could uh, have some kind of path to get out of some of the uh, difficulties she was in, the the jail that she's in, that we all are in until we realize, oh, there is one, so there's a way to get out. Uh, anyhow, she ended up wanting to put uh, something of Ramdas on the record, and the record, I mean, Rick Rubin is who Rick Rubin is, and you know we work with him. I mean, he is a genius. There's no doubt about it. The way he works is so crazy and odd. I mean. Uh, yeah. I could tell you stories about that. But so, whatever happened, this record is really quite great. And it's just her, you know, um, getting this stuff out of her guts that happened to her over the years. And, you know, very self confessional, but, you know, with plenty of incredible production and hooks and and all of it. Anyhow, in it, she's, there's one line. Uh, about happiness because I just mentioned yeah who can walk around now with a sort of you would say a frivolous happiness right right how can you you know I mean we have to live our lives so it's it's not that cut and dry or black and white anyhow the line that she put in um, uh, was um, around happiness shit I can't remember the exact line now uh, but it was about the frivolousness of happiness and happiness, and I told her this story, which is more to the point here. Um, one day I was in India with Neem Karoli Baba and my father had come over from, and he and I didn't get along at all. And that's a whole other story around <clears throat> him taking acid <laughs> and told to take acid by Maharaji. Which he did, and he was—he had PTSD. Talk about Mike. We talk about the stuff around uh, ketamine and and therapy around. Yeah. Well, he Maharaji had me give it to him. Said you got to take care of your father while he's in India. I said acid. Are you what? Anyhow, he did, and he had a whole death. He had PTSD. He was so fucked up. He didn't even know that he was. He he thought he wasn't afraid to die. Okay, because he had survived. The, the whole squadron, he was a bomber pilot uh, working with the RCAF, which worked the Royal Air Force, the British. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so he did that. And Maharaji said "Well, to him, what? Uh, why'd you come here to India, you know, all the way from Canada? And my father said, well, I wanted to see how my sons were doing. My brother was there. He said, well, how are they doing? And my father said, well, they seem to be happy. And Nimkaroli Baba said, happiness is everything. And I told this to Kesha because the reference was to a, an empty happiness that she was making in the song. And yeah. the reality, this is a happiness associated with equanimity, contentment, you know, beyond yeah. the yeah. superficial, into right. a deep, uh, un, you know, more of a deep understanding of Uh, of the truth, which, you know, that may take a billion lifetimes to get through, but at least you have a start somewhere to understand that reacting wildly to everything that comes at you, either personal or impersonal is, it's an issue and it's going to hurt and it's going to be painful. And life is just not um, a happy moment to say the least.
3: Yeah, that's an excellent point. It really is. It's one, it's interesting too, because it's like, you know, I think that we develop these like happiness guideposts, right. Or these benchmarks and you get to that thing and then you look back and you go, I'm not any happier, (laughs) you know, because then there's another thing to spring towards and and that's like, okay, well then maybe this isn't real happiness.
4: Yeah. Yeah. That's the hungry ghost land where you never can get filled up. yeah Yeah, that's the all right well i you know i know that we're reversing here but uh, O'Teal, what do you think about the reality and you're walking around day-to-day lives of the uh, mindfulness around the reality of us being very um, self-motivated on all levels part of it is you know you're working so there's a constant you know polarization there me wants to get you to do something or wants to collaborate with you so there's always that me and you how do you how does it enter in your life
0: i mean it's been very frustrating since i was just born you know we land here like aliens almost into the system so i'm born black in america in dc in 1964 in in this capitalism democracy supposedly uh what you know like what that's just like now that i think i've got a handle on what it all is i'm like well i don't want to be in that part of it and that part of it and that part of it and and i've just like kind of carved my own little thing out and uh but it's hard because you can't like separate yourself from it and yeah, yeah me and my wife are walking around during the day like disturbed and uh, the happiness thing is a little easier for me because when we're all going through something collectively hard and then i get a moment with the kids like playing uno or whatever mm-hmm. or somebody mm-hmm. the kid you know they did something funny I consider that like a gift that I should go ahead and be happy and laugh and feel fully. In the
4: moment, yeah,
0: yeah, because it's a gift. It's like if somebody just drops some M and M's in your hand, you know. Yeah. yeah. So you go, oh, I shouldn't eat it because things are bad. It's like you know, no, f- eat the ice cream or whatever, you know. But I still also feel like uh, um, you know, in the current situation in the Middle East, sometimes you even wonder, like, do I even have a right to say anything about it or have Mm. an opinion about it, you know? And then, but like Gabor Mate said, you know, okay, I'm not any number of things that happen elsewhere that I can have an opinion about or that they can have an opinion about here. So, you know... I found when when all the when when Hamas first did what they uh, the horrible atrocity, I posted the one thing I did post was a book that a motorcycle buddy gave me, uh, from that I used to ride with back in like two thousand five, and he trained in military intelligence, and we used to have these conversations about geopolitics and stuff, and. Basically, the book was about how could someone commit an atrocity? Like what? Like how do you get to the point where you can kill that you know for a fact are innocent children? You know, uh, whoever, non-combatants, whatever. And the book is called "In the Name of Identity," and it's by a cat named Amin Malouf, and he gave it to his troops that he was training military intelligence with. So he says it's in the name of one of these, like I think it's four or five identities that people will do. And the, and if two or three of them reinforce each other, then it's, it's even stronger. So the first one is race. And this is not an order of important, importance or because any one of them could dominate, but it's race, language, uh, religion, uh, nation, like nationality. And then there's like a fifth one. That's like, it's in between racial and religious, like with Jewish people, where if you're a non-observant Jew, then it's not religion, but it's not a race either. So it's like ethnic slash tribal. Mm. Mm. And if any of these overlap, now this guy, me, Malouf was a Lebanese Christian, so his language was Arabic, his religion was Christian, his nationality was Lebanese, you know, so you see, and I guess he would be Arabic, uh, racially, mm. I'm not sure, like, I don't know, my Middle Eastern
4: <laughs> yeah, no, thing I that well, that's... but
0: you see how, I, so, yeah. like, so, like, he would be persecuted by the Arabs, which was his religion because he was Christian, but he was like, you know, like the way the cake sliced. And I thought, oh, but it really gave me something to think about myself because I was like, okay, racially I'm black, but that's all sliced up in my family or else I wouldn't have this light skin, right? Mm. Um, Language is English i should be speaking some nigerian language religion didn't grow up with one um you know what i mean like looking at myself i was yeah. like oh that's why you can't so like easily talk me into killing innocent children there's like no reason you could give me and I, I won't do it for a religion i won't do it for a race for a nationality for a language you know what i mean for some land for Property rights, I don't believe in property rights because my people were made into property. So what is yeah, property right, really? Right. Okay, no.
4: <laughs> right? right? Yeah, no. This Complexity. land will all be,
0: all, all underwater where I'm at right now will all be under. So do I own this land, it's a game we agreed to. Mm-hmm. So I'm not gonna slaughter innocent people over it. So it's a really, you know. <laughs>
4: Yeah, it's that's way, what I think about it.
0: Yeah,
4: you know. so complex. I mean, you've just absolutely gone into the complexity of what's happening in our world, and to to just have a ready answer for any of it is impossible. Just you have impossible. to
0: slice it. Yeah, it's so many different things. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah.
4: and people, yeah. and then if someone else was sitting in in this on this. Uh, conversation right now they might have pushed back wildly you know to you or me or mike and the way that they push back creates even more fire more anger more polarization you know that's why any kind of internal investigation of like who you really are and what you know we all are basically good we are turned into whatever it is that we are ending up with in this moment by virtue of how, you know, you came in, you came in as a black man. I came in as a Jewish man. What did you come in as, Mike? Italian. Uh, Italian. Italian. Mm -hmm. That's right. Italian. Yeah. Norwegian
3: (laughs) and Italian. Oh, really? Uh, Yes.
4: So we start there. We start there. Then you got a name. (laughs)
3: Yeah.
4: (laughs)
0: That's
4: good. I I like that. Uh, anyhow you start there and and then you get a name and, and your your identity is all of a sudden separated from this beautiful place you were in in the first as you came through your mom and the first six months and it's just that's why bay look in a baby's face and and in their eyes oh my god you were looking at god basically yes
0: i you think know? about that with trump I swear because oh, i'm so focused yeah. on kids now yeah and i think about like if i can rewind back to when he was just two right you know yeah, yeah it couldn't yeah. have been messed up then. 2 wouldn't have yeah. been
4: good it, it might have to go to three four months i i don't know
0: you know maybe but there's at some point where He's like like you say you're when you look at a baby you're looking at God. Yeah. Like and yeah, then all this other was, stuff yeah. gets you know?
4: Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You know you're saying makes, it's funny. You're saying what Ramdas used to say. I I put him on my altar, right? Because I want to relate with the soul there, not the screwy incarnation that I feel sorry that he's in, you know. Yeah,
3: yeah. Yeah, I was on the train in Manhattan yesterday and there was a young a little there's a black family and there were two sons and they were the cutest most kind and and friendly i mean i didn't even get to my seat i ended up sitting next to them but right when i sat down are you coming from school he said and i go no i i'm done with school and he goes you're done with school and he goes mom when am i going to be done with school and it was just <laughs> his so he goes did you go to montessori school and i go no but that sounds fun and i could see the parents kind of like don't bother this guy. But I'm like, I got right down to that level. And I was like, you're not bothering That's, me at all, buddy. Let's yeah. talk. You know? And he had a yeah. cool hat and I was uh-huh. like, what a fun hat. And he's like, you have a dolphin on your hat. And we just had this like, "Yeah, dude, I want to talk to you the yeah. rest
0: of my life. Yeah. Like, can we just right. stay right here in this moment? and just be Can this? we all talk to this kid? Oh, don't you just want go to go the front lines and just go, can we all talk to this kid for a minute? Cause oh, just yeah. like, we can, can we unwind back to that or can we undo, you know, I think a lot of the religious traditions are, are trying to do that to say, yes, you can, you can get back to that. It's never it, too it, late to have a happy childhood. I say that all the time.
4: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But well, you bad. have to,
0: you have to choose that. You have to like step outside or dump a bunch of stuff or i don't know
4: yeah. well you got to do yeah we have all all of that that has to be evacuated and to get there you, you got to go inside to find out where where's the, where are yeah. these things that need to be evacuated so we can become more childlike as christ said
3: uh, yeah. you, you know a, a lot of conversation lately or uh, with myself and friends that don't mind going deep with me.
0: Yeah.
3: Uh, some mm. of it, some people I just talk about football and the grateful Dead, but some people I go immediately, we put on our scuba gear and dive to the bottom, you know, but a lot of folks in my generation are kind of having this uh, realization that we don't have to be the, the last generation. We don't have to be the generation that bore us, that now has this, like, it is what it is, scared to admit they were wrong all these years, uh, fear of admitting their vulnerability and and all of that. And it seems like we're kind of, like, looking at it and going, well, we're seeing what it did to us. We want to make sure it doesn't happen to the next round.
0: Exactly. And
3: we're trying to figure out how to, like, uh, do the work that I went into detail with both of you uh, you know implicitly about when others in my in the orbit of us aren't doing their work Mm -hmm. so it's this kind of juggling act of kind of like you know i see things from i don't have any connection or tether to the beliefs of my parents or my elders that's Mm -hmm. their world and i'm happy that i can look at it and go yeah i just don't we're not the same people and i'm not gonna just take it for, I was raised with this. So yeah. that's what it is. And, and I see that and that's becoming more and more like transparent to me and vivid when I see that in people and I see that I'm not going to think for myself because this is what's been going yeah. down my yeah. river and why very try
4: difficult. To... Whoa. And
3: I just, and it's, but it's this yeah. kind of lines are very thickly drawn and, yeah. I'm glad I'm having these conversations because it's like I'm aligning with people that are like, "Yeah, fuck this!" Like, no, I'm not going to go that way just because. At
0: least look
3: at it. Yeah. No. No. Uh, Right. And 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 it's not a massive, all-encompassing, just acceptance of it. It's let's look at things item by item and decide what it is that I believe. And I. No. it's weird to say that that's a novel new thing but i think <laughs> to a lot of the world it is
0: it is man you just accept that reality you're handed by whoever bore you or you know and then but think uh, how many times that gets reinforced just do what you're told just do right. it why yeah. because this is the way because it is. i said so yeah my own like messed upness like my own <laughs> discomfort with myself disappointment with my you know i've I've come down from shame, you know, now I've got it down to just disappointment. But that drives me to like, look at it, like dig it out, get the closet out, do it. It's like cleaning, you know, I just got to get back there and be like, I'm going to take a day and guess what? I'm emptying everything out of there. Yeah, and just lock the door. You know, put on yeah. an air filter. You know, like an air ionizer, because I'm the dust is going to get stirred up. You know, yeah. you got to do it. There's only one yeah. way.
4: Yeah, I mean, you got to do it if you a care for your own uh, peace and uh, contentment, yeah. as uh, I'd rather call it contentment. Uh, you got to do it, but then you got to do it because you give a shit about it, everybody that's around you. Right, right no? as yeah, Ram Dass right. said, it's more interesting to serve people than it is to try and chase what you need and what you want on a minute-to-minute basis, and yeah. and hold on to that stuff.
0: How and, do you balance though when you have this? Because Mike has this thing I love that is true. He said, "There's no peace without the middle finger," because sometimes you do have to withdraw from everyone and everything to get yourself together. So it's if when it's in the spirit of self-healing or self-preservation but that's my knee-jerk reaction like i want to move to costa rica like after yeah, january 6 too. happened i was just yeah, like right. you know i'm gonna go to costa rica and wait this out yeah because yeah. they want to have another civil war and i got a five-year-old and an eight-year-old yeah but at what point do i draw that line, or like which i will draw for my kids but at a certain point when they're older it's like would i come back and join the fight help out not just be yeah. all me self-preservant i gotta get yeah. myself to yeah. get well, you that, know
4: that's, that's the crucial thing in all of this it's it's what duncan and i spent five years talking about <laughs> how I love this you yeah. know how do we balance our lives because it's not like you don't have an ego it's not like you don't have a family and children to protect needs. you know all of real this needs. stuff is as real but yeah. it's just a matter of it's not separating the worldly responsibilities that we are, we all have, and our day-to-day lives from the spiritual perspective is just a very general thing. But it's at least it's something it allows us to have some understanding that we are committed to transforming this yeah. self-interest and manipulation yeah. that we're doing on a moment-to-moment basis we oh, God, we, are, we, we have the intent we uh, that doesn't mean it means we're going to be doing that work on a day that's why mindfulness yeah. day-to-day basis mindfulness is so important because yeah. it allows you to see and once you start seeing this stuff and motivations and and uh, manipulations and everything else that we do then they they burn away a little bit you know oh i have a great thing i thought i'd read actually because i i figured this would come up yeah and and it's really around okay karma karma is real it's a horror right now it's like love it's been completely eviscerated as a word that that means something you know but karma is a reality as well as uh reincarnation. However, it's not like, uh, okay, yeah, everything in your mind and who you are is going to get into another body. It's nothing like that. Uh, Of course, nobody really knows. The Tibetans, though, seem to have, to me, the best idea of what that reality is, especially with the liminal um, uh, phases that that people go through when they go through the transition, which, which are called bardos but the, so the the karma and reincarnation of course in the east that's part of like you know they eat that for lunch so to speak it's part it's part of their fabric and when i went over and when we went over and we met this incredible being we understood we met many people some of them remembered their past lives and i mean it's just yeah. incredible stuff right yeah. so this is this uh is about that what that means and how it affects our lives it's from oh, um i did a podcast you should do a pod- if you could do a podcast with her she's just extraordinary she's her name is tenzin palmo she's a british woman she's now i believe she must be around 80 has been living in india forever she spent at one point 12 years in a cave up in the lower Himalaya. <laughs> So wow. She was at thirteen thousand feet or something. Jeez I mean, God. at one point, I just got her book. Uh, she wouldn't talk about. It. She said, ah, "That's irrelevant." I said, "Irrelevant, cave. Huh. Hey, I can't even go down to the down the street and stay, you know, quiet for you know thirty minutes." What do you mean? It's not relevant. But uh, at one point, she, uh, food and supplies were being delivered to her. Uh, and uh, something happened, winter storm, whatever. They, she had to subsist on almost nothing for the whole winter and Whoa. and two years didn't move. She was sleeping in a cause that's part of the, you know, this practice, sleeping in a box where you couldn't lie fully down, okay, I'm telling you radical, <sighs> radical <laughs> renunciation, okay, and a wow. woman. Uh, of of uh you know an older wow. woman i mean i don't know what she was then maybe she was in her 40s and 40s or 50s <laughs> still in 40s uh, and 50s
0: to do that wow yeah
4: yeah it's a big wow who are you madam i mean really anyhow <sighs> here's what she said in all of our lives in all our lives not of in all our lives we've had so many seeds which we are planting you know mm-hmm. they're all in there good bad mostly neutral. And when the causes and conditions come together, some of these seeds are going to come up and we don't know which ones, right? Which is why bad things happen to good people and good things happen to bad people because none of us are inherently always good or bad. We are all a mixture, and we don't know what's going to happen. Therefore, since we do not control which seeds are going to come up, we never know which. That is the past. What happened to us now in the past, the idea is that these are remnants coming up from the past, seeds which we sowed in previous lives. Mm. But how we respond, and this is the key to the whole God darn thing, how we respond to what is happening to us in the moment is planting seeds for the future. And I don't think you need to believe in, you know, karma and reincarnation to yeah. get that one, right? <laughs> that's, right, truth, Right. That's um, right. Cause yeah. and effect,
0: baby. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So
4: yeah. moment to moment to moment in the presence, we are eating up the past and creating our future. And this is one of the reasons why this is so important to develop this quality of presence and mindfulness so that when things happen to us and especially difficult things happen, that we respond skillfully. And while yeah. we are dealing with the past negative results, we are nonetheless giving a positive spin on it so that then whatever happens to us, it's all part of our learning process. Is that mm. great?
0: That's I mean, yeah. Dead on, man. That's a bullseye.
3: Yeah that's a bullseye bullseye. it's the it's the waiting and the response
0: that i mean i learned this with my kids every day because my wife tells me look how you responded to them my response and a lot of times it's not necessarily them but it's a situation and i'm a hothead so my my response was too much and then she'll point out, this is the seed you planted responding that way instead of this way. And I was like, oh, man, it's really made me.
4: It's right there in the pocket. <laughs> really? So, so, but, you know, yeah, uh, I love the thing at the end. Uh, you know, just you give a positive spin on then whatever happens to it, it's part of the learning. So that's the balance right. between our responsibilities as humans with families, careers, etc., responsibility to those that we meet at the grocery store, basically. It's all there for the taking, so to speak, right? I mean, you just got to right. have the intent, it, and you don't separate your life out from your supposed spiritual life. You wouldn't, Otil, you in yeah. particular, you wouldn't be doing that up there playing music where you lose yourself with the entire process of all these individuals creating that one incredible
0: yeah. emotion. I mean, the whole a huge part of the basis of Mike and I's relationship is what we do. Like when I was deciding like what to do for a living, I was like, it has to do some good, like a do no harm thing. Mm. You know Mm. what I mean? Like I've got to enjoy it. Yes. So music checks that box, you know? Yeah. Right. (laughs) Um, But also it's something that, that does, I'm not making weapons, (laughs) you know? i'm not making bombs i'm not selling uh fentanyl you know what i mean (laughs) yeah
4: yep yeah and that's a choice we baked
0: it we we baked it into the cake we baked that intent into the cake right mike like yeah man
3: it's it's it's
0: interesting and it's uh
3: you know you're, you're 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 talking about that intention and the person at the grocery store and stuff and i I really can't stop thinking about that little kid on the train yesterday because (laughs) like, well, just because of the fact that like, I look back on these moments that kinked the hose and now the water flows a little bit weird. And, and because someone said, no, get over here, don't bother that person. Mm. And that, or that person snapped out at me. And it gave me kind of, you know, you hit a dog enough, it's going to (laughs) twitch when you go near it. Right. Yeah. yeah, So this kid came at me with, You know friendliness And I and I don't like being On the train and there were noises and whatever And all of it disappeared So it's like it was just me and him And I felt this fragile Thing of like don't Ruin strangers for this kid Like don't it was Like I was very very Like intent on Make this a cool moment For this little dude He had the he had the love To the purity to start a conversation with a stranger in a world where parents, you know, every, I mean, and rightly so stay away from them, you know? So that moment of like, you know, not reacting and going like, yeah, leave me alone, kid. Like I got 10 million things on my mind and it, you know, but I would, that thing, he gave me more than I probably, than I probably gave him, but it was a feeling of kind of like, this is a moment of purity. And if I was in my own shit and that critic was loud enough, I wouldn't have, you know, if those, if those vines overgrew the rest of it, I think is, you know, to your, to your analogy, but yeah, it's uh it's this thing of, and I think when we spoke ragu and definitely ragu, and especially when I spoke with you, Othiel, about the ketamine thing and about going through that depression,
4: mm-hmm.
3: what I learned in those experiences was just to wait, mm-hmm. just to wait. And I've had conversations with you, Othiel, about moments where, you know and people you know go wait a day wait a week Mm. wait a month Mm. and it's just practicing that is like
0: practicing the bass or going on stage for the new joke like it's a muscle of waiting yeah but it's also giving yourself a gift right i try to look at it like otiel give yourself the gift of 24 hours give yourself the gift of a week you're frowning now because it's not now
3: yeah (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. you know, it's we're all very construct of our own. We want
0: it now.
4: (laughs) (laughs) I love this. uh, Your meeting on the on the train with this kid—that is everything. So, it's it's actually in in the book, the the movie of me, the movie of we. We talk, Duncan and I, about those kind of moments that you inhabit that moment. And Ramdas used to talk about inhabiting, well, be here now, inhabiting the moment. You know, no longer was the train and the noise and the cacophony. It all went the, away. It all went <laughs>
3: Everything away. Everything <laughs>
4: went away. As of his and intention. And then what's left, just, just this moment of, of, uh, of, of complete sharing. Yeah, with isn't, that magic? Kind of being. isn't
0: that magic? Isn't that magic? Yeah. That's magic. A little yeah. kid with his pure intention made all that go away, yeah. and you had a halo around the whole thing. Yep. I'm yep. sorry, I just, if that ain't magic, I don't know what is. Yeah,
4: know? no, it's, I mean, to me, it's no different than uh, the insights you get with a psychedelic, the ineffable right. moment where everything is connected and you're no longer, there's no, I mean, this is why we were we went to India, we met this being, and when you were in that presence of a, this this amazing thing that a scientist, a friend of mine, I did a podcast, Bruce Damer. you got to get him on your podcast, by the I've, way. Because. bruce is incredible anyhow uh, yeah um <laughs> we, we were just talking and and he was talking about the reality of of that which is we want to we have all these uh, god i said well i don't like god so much bruce can we talk about it um wh- what did i say i don't know it was with him or somebody else um glue the glue being Ah. Uh the glue that just is the interconnectivity of everything. Yeah. And he said, well, I think it's more like an OS, you know, an operating system. <laughs> and I said, actually, that's completely right, because it's not thinking, it's not doing, it is just perfectly in harmony with what is and what needs to happen to help anybody.
0: It's just And operating.
4: that's that moment you had. Yeah, it's the same is. thing. There's nothing different. That's why I love that moment. And <laughs> from that moment, it's launched you into another plane of consciousness whenever you just think about
3: it, right? Of, absolutely. And and it's so funny because I get on that train and, you know, what, in 20, 12 hours or whatever, 24 hours, I have this stand-up special coming out that I've been hmm. literally, like, preparing. It for this algorithm, this giant overseer now of success that yeah, needs right. it to be certain colors and font and inches from your face to the thing and the yeah, yeah. timing and the reactions and the and i'm I'm in my head like it's all like this new overlord now you know dominates the and, and it's this i'm I'm like dizzy from it. I'm dizzy from it. And I'm going, this is it. I'm getting older. It's my last shot. And what this, <laughs> and, and I'm like, I don't know what, and I, I you know, and it's this constant, Gosh. just from every angle. And he goes, are, are you coming from school? Is that a dolphin on your hat? And it all just was like, whoa, wait, no, this guy's real. That guy's real. You know? Yeah, and it's, yeah. but that, that, that thing of kind of like, it's very difficult to not be in that. I, me, ego, thing yeah. right now and especially all the way back to what we started with where it's like what do i feel about what's going on in the gaza strip and what do i feel about trump and what do i i no, I, 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 I i i i yeah i got
0: you when yeah.
3: this was like him this was us it was it it, it wasn't the algorithm it wasn't fox yeah, it wasn't exactly. cnn it was humans <laughs> yeah. Yeah. having a and look i, I don't know what, it, this kid yeah, man! great it potential
4: it's it sh- we have this all of us yeah. have this inside so ourselves much. and he I just know. pointed that out I guess the Beatles were right though you know what was that song I mean mine i mean, all mine. through the day yeah of course all a great Harrison
3: it. song of course yeah. yes
4: we should have used that as the theme for the damn audiobook but not that
3: <laughs> call Apple on that one we're going to take a quick break and we'll be back right after this I'm fascinated by the um what you brought up in the beginning though about you know the movie of me and how you're the you're the writer, you're the director, you're the main character, you're the producer, but you're also the critic. You're yeah, also the reviewer. Exactly. That's phenomenal That's, because yeah. it's so true. And
0: I think Can we that- kill the reviewer <laughs> first? <laughs> That's the, the only act of killing that I'll endorse. <laughs> It's no, you know what idea. I get. I mean, <laughs>
4: Ramdas used to say this over and over. I love my thoughts to death, and then later, he's, I, I can't even say death. It's too violent. I just love them. You I know. just love them. Ah, that's amazing. I, that's yeah it. and it's and that's key that love so do you go and, to the critic
0: oh come here yeah you exactly love of you. So of you. Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah making friends with the demons instead of pushing them away and yeah. and the other thing is a sense of humor like you got to laugh at yourself when you see yourself no. doing stuff it's like
3: <laughs> you oh. really do yeah. you know it, it it's it's that thing that you know that love and fear realization i had on on that psilocybin Never. trip but it's also like probably one of the more poignant and beautiful moments in a very silly movie. But Adam Sandler made a movie called The Water Boy, and it's about yeah, Bobby okay. Boucher, The Water Boy. And Henry Winkler plays the coach. And there's this other coach that stole his old playbook years ago. And he's always been afraid of him. Henry Winkler's character has always been afraid of this other coach. Mm. And Adam Sandler's character just says, visualize an attack, like visualize an attack. So it's, you see, he looked at the coach and his head turned into a cute little puppy's head. And he goes, (laughs) Oh, look at how adorable. And now he's coming up with plays to win the big game. So it's like getting over that obstacle and looking at it from the other side and going like, why was I ever afraid of you? You're so little. And it, you know, and that, that I'm very happy to say through the course of therapy and ketamine and you know just breaking down and surrendering to it mm. that's an important tool that i wish someone could figure out how to put that into a you know bite-size for for our for our world that like please just stop and think about am i looking at this through fear or am i looking at this through love because yeah. th- that's yeah. 99% well, of, of the issue lot of in times- this world
0: People have to come to a certain point in their life when they're really ready to face it. And a lot of times it could be something it's probably usually something traumatic. Yeah. Like, you know, I've people tried to tell me my parents before I ever left the you know, I was warned all along the way and then it just took me getting to that point where I was like, Okay, now I'm done yeah i mean as, yeah. as in i've exhausted everything that i know to do and i'm in the ditch yep. and that's yep. a hard thing because that it again requires waiting now you multiply that by the whole world you know It's, it's and when you have kids you see like they're not going to be ready yet and then as yeah. a planet if you look at the whole species we're what like 14 Years old <laughs> what age would you put a sad record? Yeah, really. Less. Yeah.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um but look, they you know, this stuff is difficult. It's really wow. difficult. And and it I mean, you wouldn't be in the you know, in the, in the dead with without having practice your ass off for how forever and commitment that you made Just for living. that. And it's the same thing with this. It's not going to happen just like we want to stop criticizing ourselves. You know, we want to stop being angry at at people who we feel aren't fulfilling our our needs. Uh, You know, we we just can't automatically do that. You've got to do stuff, which and then, you know, what is the stuff you do? First of all, it's just having an intention. I don't want to be here anymore. It's just killing me right you know and with that intention then you move forward okay you know things come to you when you have that intention by the way you yep. know things like that uh, train ride where you i mean it's a perfect moment that just was the universe provided that for you mike i mean yeah. and yeah. then it yeah. provided it for Otil, for me i mean yep. it's a joyful moment and and it gives us a lot of encouragement that wow this can be a real thing uh in, for humankind but right. it's going to take right. us working on it and and that work has become even more difficult because of this v- ridiculous polarization yeah. that is going on right well,
0: now well how do you attack blame this is what i used to always see as uh one of the huge problems um you know this when you start working on yourself uh that you you start to blame like for instance as i was dealing with my addiction i had to do i had to figure out what my parents past is right and then you see oh well this Mm. is how you got that now that's not for me to blame them but Mm. you know i know i'm doing something terrible to nigel and kavi right now i wish i couldn't too, you know, yeah, and but yeah at a certain point, you ha- you have to go, okay, that happened now. I have a choice, I'm not gonna get stuck in blame. And I think, yeah. like, so many times in mm. situations, even we could go from geopolitical down to these the micro,
4: yeah, 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 how no. do you deal
0: with the blame thing? Yeah,
4: <clears throat> well, you know, the um, blame is part of. what they call in the east the golden chain of righteousness (laughs) i am right you motherfucker. you're wrong and i'm not gonna let go yeah Yeah. i know you're wrong and i know i'm right this is a key to much of what's going on for all of us in this world
3: Yeah. yeah and and you know it's interesting to think about this from the perspective of like you know parents and you know how i was saying earlier like we i think we want to be the generation to stop the you know i think that generations look at maybe how they're doing let's say as a parent or as a and and they go at least i'm not doing that (laughs) like at least i'm not that and i think that's a thing that people tend to like kind of fall back on where it's like hey i may not be the best i may not be there for but at least I'm not that. And it's My critic thing- is way better, yeah, way yeah, more yeah. power yeah, exactly. than
0: that, you know? Uh, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, and it's that thing of kind of like, you know, hey, you know, I was given this, this, and this, but at least I'm not that, you know? And it's it's That's that interesting thing right. of that, that, you know, people have reflection upon maybe what they got as a child from their right. parents and their is, parents yep. got from their parents. And yeah. they all go, well, at least I'm not that.
4: Yeah, neurotic okay. hand downs, they're... Neurotic
3: <laughs> hand Perfect, down. yes, you're right. That's a Neurotic hand downs, yeah, they're <laughs> and, difficult. And, <laughs> you know, but, and I, I'd love to make a point to what you were saying earlier, Ragu, and and it's that, you know, yes, we're doing the work, and some of us are on a, you know, maybe have an extra lap on the track or someone's just buying sneakers to start running on that track, whatever. I think that when we have these moments of growth or these moments of uh, enlightenment, or we flip the record and there that default mode network is a different tune, you know. I think it's selfish if we don't offer it to the world. Yeah. I think if we do this work and we keep it to ourselves, it's not helping. Half of this is half of doing the work is sharing the the solutions hmm. sharing the hypothesis sharing the the depths and the and the damage and and the more i have talked about it and the more i'm open about it with literally anybody that'll listen and yeah. i'm not preaching i'm just saying if it comes up i go hey just this is some stuff i went through and this didn't yeah. work this worked i'm not saying it'll work for you yeah. but and i'm not people did it for me that's how i learned
4: yeah well yeah. that's you it know? that's it that you did it, it and i I was the recipient of, of wonderful information and that I passed on to someone dear to me. And so absolutely that is the key to it all. Generosity and this is how the, the audiobook ends with Ramdas a very short talk that we exerted around generosity and compassion. And yeah. uh, that is that's our, really, that's our true nature. We're just, we've got so much, you know, these patterns and, and neuroses that are, are standing our way. And it, how, how do we break them down, you know? Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's, you know, there are many different practices to help one break them down. And many, you know, and uh, this thing I just read from Tenzin Palma, this incredible British lady who ended up in, in India in a cave. Yeah. Listen to our elders. We, you know, that's another whole thing that.
0: Yeah. The youth worshiping culture.
4: Yeah. Yeah. It's really, really. (laughs) And, you know, and then there's indigenous cultures that we're not listening to. Right. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, that combination elders and, and, uh, Uh, indigenous people people that are right with us in in this country now and we're not listening you know
0: yeah since before we were here they busy yeah
4: (laughs) well that's why we should be listening and we're not
3: indigenous people in america had a term for mental illness and essentially what it was was selfishness where it's like this is mine that's yours there's a fence that goes around it and then when Colonize when you yeah. know when colonization started they recognized it and they're like oh they have the mental illness like you guys are crazy <laughs> you're crazy you're yeah. going this is yours that's mine yeah. i want more yeah. of yours to this I, day right <laughs> to right.
4: this
0: it, day it's just i yeah. just
4: read about it the other day absolutely <laughs> yeah. Day. yeah it's mental you illness. know what uh, you know where uh, i heard something where the word selfish which we would go okay this is the the crux of our issue is that selfishness i heard it put in a term that made sense by the dalai lama who said selfish compassion is a real thing and i'm like okay what mm. and you know what it is it's when you perform an act like uh, you're walking around and you're just completely consumed by problems and issues and polarities with people and so on and then you walk across the street and some an elderly person drops a package you're you have nothing in your head but to pick that up and help that person when you do that when you that act of compassion i'm speaking about something so simplistic obviously much more complex uh, things await us and we get involved with but once you do that then suddenly you have effaced what you were thinking about you are no longer thinking about it you're not thinking right. about all of your problems you're not thinking about all of the anger that you have about this that and the other you yeah. can't because your your whole being perfect. goes to helping this person and it may be only 30 seconds but that 30 seconds that's why he called it selfish compassion because it's working to completely uh, enlighten you you know? I like yes.
0: that this is exactly what Jesus meant when he said you will uh if you will you must lose your life to save it yeah he was saying yeah, yeah. you serve you make yourself purposely a slave which was used against blacks <laughs> it's slavery like, yeah it's like that's not what he meant <laughs> but he said <laughs> um but that that's what happened you know they did that yeah, yeah that's yeah, right yeah. here but um he said if you make yourself a servant of others. That service, now you've, you've stopped. You've cut the whole critic mind loop. Yeah. It's Everything. done because you're yeah. doing something for someone else. You yeah, know?
4: yeah, no, yeah. That's yeah. certainly a saving you're grace. in the moment, yeah. yeah. I yeah, find no. it
3: impossible that, you know, if I'm walking by you, Othiel, and you're fixing your bike and you need a flathead screwdriver but you only have a Phillips and I have a flathead, I know I can just hand you something that
0: can make your life easier and help you. And I you don't would ask, you would ask in the first place. Most people wouldn't even ask, hmm. <laughs> but yeah. you would go, Hey, what do you need? Oh, I got one of those. <laughs> but imagine yeah. no, having it and not,
3: not, I don't think I'd be able to not give it to you. I, I, I don't even know if I have that. in. Like, I don't know. I, to me, that's terrifying.
0: We have to we have to accept the fact that not only are there people that wouldn't, they might stab me with it (laughs) yeah, or sell it to you you and then stab you (laughs) with it. Yeah, exactly.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
3: it's really it's really terrifying. I was on I was on, you know, JFK to LAX. So what's that? A six hour flight. And it's one of those three row planes, you know, like two section over here, middle section section over there. And I'm on the aisle. And the guy to my left is watching Fox Fox news and just pounding cans of beer. And the guy to my right is watching CNN and drinking a good amount of wine. So, and I'm in the middle watching the big Lebowski, but basically I'm <laughs> I looking at the two of them and I'm like, they're both getting worked up and fired up. And I'm, I have my headphones on, so I can't hear it. So it's a very interesting sensory deprived experience I had where the pictures on both screens were the same. It was Israel and Palestine and the Gaza Strip <laughs> and devastation, but a different talking head in the bottom left feeding them the, pouring fuel Whatever, on the fire sure. that they've yeah. subscribed to, yeah. you know, yeah. and I'm watching them both get angry and I'm <laughs> like, this is the craziest shit I've ever seen in my, like, they're choosing to just fill up with anger and vitriol mm-hmm. and hatred. And I'm like, I wonder if I just got out of the way. Like, would they just, you know, like two like mountain goats just ramming heads? Like, yeah. it's just and wild see, that, that They chose wa- that.
0: That's why I want to go to Costa Rica because I feel like <laughs> my kids are in the middle seat and they're just going to get caught in the. And, it was you know, amazing oh it was hilarious watching them both get <laughs> stiff and that's nuts. sit and you, up and well, like that, that each one could see the other one's screen too i could see two screens over
3: <laughs>
4: you know what i mean <laughs> well, like yeah. come
0: on come yeah, on yeah. i'll
3: stick with lebowski <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'm i agree i yeah, agree uh blown away i'm like you guys chose this they didn't yeah. give you one oh. channel to watch, you know. You chose this. Yeah. Oh it, boy, it, it's an addiction to anger. But yeah. uh, I'm a, so excited that you and that you and Duncan. Oh, we'd love. Thanks. We got to have you him know, back on to chat. I both really together. To
4: I love talking about this with, with everybody, and you know, I've yeah. been talking about it with beyond Duncan even, um, because I think it's uh, an appropriate subject and yeah Not even just for these times but certainly in these times you know we we time. do have to do something start with yourself you know how do we transform this this kind of uh, self interest that is so powerful that it 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 just obviates seeing the truth it really you know yeah. it's, it's Maybe it what, can be
0: tough is there another term we could come up with it because i think self interest like sanitizes it too much
4: self-cherishing is how the tibetans call it mm. is what they term it so mm. it's the constant hugging of everything that you believe is right mm. yeah
0: self-cherishing yeah cherishing sounds kind of good to me on the surface though i'm always thinking something more like self-obsession
4: self-obsession is, self- is very good
0: yes self, <laughs> something more you know along yeah, that really. uh, psychopathic yeah. but just
4: walking around you know like mini me all day long 24 <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, 7 yeah. already you know god
3: it is too yes. much and it's yeah. hard you know this this whole like experience with the special and kind of breaking down a wall for it's yeah. the youtube like it's the, the the views and the oh. subscribers and that's gonna translate to my value to a club owner or to an agent or yeah. to a manager I- uh, or to another comic it's and it's brutal. this thing of oh he it's got f- six figure views over oh well he only yeah. got five and it's this thing of like you have to keep just pr- p- promoting and pumping and all but that yeah.
0: and i hate it, it never stops though because i remember like you know going on when i i didn't know anything about john Mayer, and so when we had to follow him you know we're in the same band we're like friends now yeah. and i'm like oh he's got however many million followers he had at the time you know and yeah. at the time he was kind of still with katie perry who i know nothing about and i got on it she had like 10 times the followers i was like oh there's always a bigger fish like, yeah, right. <laughs> it so never true. stops man no, it's yeah. never ending never
4: that's stopped. the realm of the hungry ghost it ain't yes. enough you know? <laughs> <You> it's never <laughs> you know, ever
3: enough but what about me
4: followers. i'm going around promoting this this audio book <laughs> okay the movie of me and me is getting after you to get this movie of me out there so (laughs) the same as what you're dealing with with youtube i mean it's it's the worst but you gotta laugh you just gotta gotta laugh you do have
0: to laugh especially in your situation ragu because that's really funny yeah (laughs) you gotta get out there push Push the movie of the (laughs) movie yeah hi everybody
3: promoting the movie right yes it's true and it's so uh, So
4: I'll end that with saying, okay, go to movieofme.com and it's all there, okay,
3: you
0: can (laughs) see what it is. It's not just you, we want to help you promote. Yes, yes, (laughs) yes,
3: yes. It's truly an honor being your friend. I mean, you're great. You guys, I don't know why
4: so much time goes, you know, for us not being in any kind of communion, but this is always so great. It really is. You guys, it really is. Yeah. There's always a
3: place at the table here for you. So thank
4: you. Thank you so much. Um, (laughs) and we have to find a way to meet up in person. That's the next thing
3: we're
0: gonna do. Very true. Yeah. Let's do it. Hey how about that eclipse uh in Texas where uh um Doblin the next psychedelic conference. Oh Rick is
4: gonna yeah, he's doing it there. I didn't even know that. Oh really? Next year, I think, right? Yeah.
3: Austin yeah. next
4: year? Okay, let's meet up there because Duncan lives there. Joe lives there. We can all let's have a party. Yes. Let's do it. Let's do okay, it. You got it. Thank oh, you. God. Thanks. Thank you so much.
2: Pantheon Media presents Comes a Time featuring Mike Fenoya and Otiel Burbridge. Executive produced by Christian Swain and Peter Ferrioli. Produced and edited by Eric Limarenko and Stu Silverman. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Comes a Time with Mike Fenoya and Otiel Burbridge. Be sure to follow the pod on social media, YouTube, and if you're jonesing for bonus episodes and exclusive content, go to patreon.com forward slash comes a time pod and get on the bus.